Hello and welcome everyone to the first episode of Esido Podcast after a very long time. Um, I've been absent for over a year, no podcast episodes, no articles. There was just one article, I guess, um, or two over the last year or one and a half years. Um, it has been a very busy time for me. Um, I was not yeah, kind of uh, demotivated or any sorts of that, you know, nothing bad happened. Actually, something very good happened because I was able to fulfill a lifelong, I, w I wouldn't say dream, but a goal. You know, I accomplished a very important goal um, as I've been working on a very important project. I wrote a book. Uh, I got it right here. It's this beauty right here. It's called uh, Devlet, uh, as you can see. It is, uh, this is the hardcover version of it, and uh, I'm, I'm actually very proud to present it to you. Um, as you can see, Acido Magazine is uh, the publisher, right? So uh, it is published under the name of Acido Magazine. This is what I've been working on over the last year. It was, uh, I was planning on writing it, um, or actually I wrote a couple of um, passages, um, like the first passages or so, four years ago, but I wasn't able to thoroughly uh, kind of build on that first, um, first, how do you say, like the, the, the fundament or the, the idea, you know, the most basic uh, kind of construct of, of thinking about writing this book. Um, and then finally, uh, last year in August, I started from scratch and um, was very was very eager to finish it, uh, which I did, and published it. This is the soft cover version, right? You can get both versions uh, on Amazon and other online uh, bookstores. It is on-demand printing, so it is currently only available uh, on demand. And even if uh, on Amazon it says, it says uh, temporarily out of stock, uh, you can still order it because it's on-demand and um, They will uh, print it and send it to you. So um, I will put the links down below so you can order it from everywhere. Basically, um, there's worldwide shipping. Um, and yes, this is Devlet, right? So the great project that I was able to finish and publish on um, November 29th. And This episode is going to discuss this book um, in a bit more detail because I'm going to use the content of the book to, um, yeah, basically to build all the consecutive ideas, articles, and analysis uh, on the concepts and the teachings of the book. This is not to say that I'm strictly going to analyze everything from like the book as as a as a guide, you know, and putting it next to it and. Uh, using it all the time but I'm definitely and you, you'll read it and hear it that I'm uh, very influenced by the ideas that I basically established myself right um, and the content is about uh, a new state theory a whole new approach to politics how politics should be structured it's less about how it is structured there is a very detailed critique Uh, of how things are currently going and leaning on that 
um, the new construct is established. Um, this is very important and I think you can also hear it from the podcast and um, also read it in the articles because I'm not here to describe anything, right? I'm not here to tell you, okay, this and this happened here and there. I mean, you can read it everywhere. I can give you the best news sites or name you my favorite ones and you can just go ahead and read it. Um, and just as I'm not describing anything in the articles or in the, in the podcast episodes, this book is not just critiquing uh, what is going wrong currently, but it's also giving you um, a proposal. How, ca how can we improve it? How can we do it better? And what is the way to go, actually? And this is what I really enjoy doing um, and this is also why I'm picking up this this magazine uh, this article writing for the magazine and the podcast up again because I think if you want to have information you can find them everywhere but to have an analysis that goes beyond it and actually explains something or tries to explain I mean I'm very open to dialogue and I always enjoy um, the requests and and the messages from you guys um, also from my friends and family Because I don't think that describing anything or describing things on the internet is adding any value to it if you're not like a big news outlet. So um, I'm enjoying the discussion, the dialogue. This is what I do here. Uh, and I'm applying the, the, analyt uh, the analytical concepts and constructs, the theories to all sorts of problems. I'm trying to make sense of it and also come up with ideas and potential uh, causes of action policies and so on and so forth and this is the exact same thing that i'm doing in the in the book because i'm proposing a new state system basically uh, also with material and uh, structural changes to contemporary systems right um, but also on a philosophical and logical level how to approach things so having built this concept of devletism which is why the the book is called devlet right um I'm going to base uh, the content uh, or lean it um, on the teachings uh, and uh, the ideas from the book. So you'll find it every now and then more explicit, uh, more explicitly or um, rather implicitly. So this episode is going to be a good starting point um, for you guys to understand how to read and to listen to uh, the upcoming podcasts or articles, right? So starting off um, with the idea or with the name, I think uh, would be best because devlet means um, state in Turkish. As you might know, um, the Turkish states uh, reach back, um, yeah, I think around three, three centuries or so. And uh, the administrative systems of the Turkish states uh, are one of the oldest. So a lot of uh, things that we today have in public administration comes from um, uh, Turkish statecraft and I think it was a very suitable um, occasion to name it after yeah, such a long-lasting tradition of public administration. So what I did is um, I developed the con concept of devletism, yeah, leaning on the word devlet, the state, so statism if you want to translate it one-on-one, uh, -on -one, but not statism in the sense of political science that we know today, but rather it is... Um, And uh, I can also give you the exact definition, um, which is somewhere in the front. You know, it's, yeah, it's the second page actually. 
So the definition of devletism is a form of societal organization that aims for joint and continuous progression through the advancement of genuine knowledge. And it is born out of the idea or the thinking that in contemporary systems, states are often driven by considerations of power and wealth. So states either um, concentrate on ex expanding their power or the wealth and prosperity for their citizens, right? And often they do both, you know, in a, in a very uh, unique mix from country to country. But there are no states that go beyond that, right? And the big problem with it is that power is a relational concept, meaning that um, whenever power exists, you, you, you have to have somebody else exist in this world because you can, you, uh, you can just measure power against the existence or the power of uh, other people and actors that are relevant to you, right? So if I'm the only person on this, on this planet, my power means nothing because I don't have anything to measure, measure it against, right? Um, same goes for wealth, and I mean even more uh, clearly than power, Wealth is very uh, relational as well, because money is uh, is a good of or a means of, of exchange, um, and exchange naturally needs needs two at least two actors, right? Uh, but also wealth in the sense of material wealth. If you have like a very nice, uh, I don't know, wood cabin or something like that, and you're just two or three people uh, on the planet Earth, uh, it means that the beauty or like the comparison of your cabin or whatever shelter you have is relational to the others. If they do not exist, you don't have anything to measure it against. So these are two relational concepts. And um, I think I, I find that quite problematic. If you think about it, the states solely base their decisions and behavior um, on uh, the, the assumption that others are there. Um, and they're actually focusing more on the others than on themselves and this is really not in my opinion the um, the purpose of a state um, which is entrusted with the advance advancement of the society um, so I had to look elsewhere and I went back to the example of thinking about this the sole person you know the, the very lonely alone person on the on the planet um, who has yeah nothing to hold on to you know as a motivational driver for the behavior because power is not relevant wealth is not relevant so uh, and this is something that uh, that is picked up here in the definition as well um, it is knowledge actually you know because even if you're alone you're still going to look up to the stars and wonder what is going on there right you're still going to look up at the moon you're going to um view the mountains and say wow it's uh, very interesting you know how how come that there are mountains how come the sea is there and so on and so forth these are very basic questions but i think you get the idea and asking these questions even if you the only person on this planet right um, will remain interesting to you and no matter which question you solve right or answer um the next one up is not going to be less interesting to you because the value of it is, is the same. You know, the journey and the curiosity is going to stay the same, which is not the case with power. I mean, at some point you have so much power that the next unit of power you have is not going to mean as much as the previous one. 
Same goes with money. And this is again going to uh, illustrate it a bit uh, more precisely because if you have uh, 1 billion euros, right? The next euro that you're going to earn is going to have less value for you as if you have only 100 euros because then the next euro you're going to earn is going to be more valuable to you than if you would have uh, 1 billion in the bank. So um, this is what I mean with relational and also decreasing um, return of excitement or interest if you if we want to want to put it into into finance uh, wording right but um, oh. but um, yeah that, that that's the that's the whole point um, that knowledge is actually the only thing that is not going to be less interesting as you find out find out more because we could say I mean we know how uh, gravity works speed of light and everything all right that's fine but the next questions are just as interesting right because then we ask is time travel possible how uh, is the constellation of certain galaxies how do they move are there other forms of energy and um, and so on and so forth so we continue asking these questions because this is what drives us this is what the in my opinion and this is also um written down here uh, this is the purpose of our existence you know because this is the only thing that does not need anything else to exist in order to exist itself this is the basic concept and uh, related to that uh, we just have to find uh, or can apply the concept of uh, knowledge production uh, it is called uh, genuine knowledge production here onto different settings in life especially here in politics, right? And because of that, because this is so important to, to generate knowledge, um, devletism actually defends that states ought to provide, uh, or provide the environment and setting for people uh, and its citizens to engage in genuine knowledge, develop themselves. You know, this is not just science and it's not just scientific questions but this can be art this can be music this can be literature this can be sports um, whatever is close to the talent that you have in you intrinsically uh, when you're born and advancing this and having the the opportunity to do that is going to put a society into a very good position because they can progress more efficiently and more effectively you know when a lot of people who find their talent and gift and the state provides them with the setting you know that they can easily do so then this society is going to progress and, and advance much faster much better much more efficient than others i mean this is obviously not a competition but they will we can also put it into perspective of of the contemporary system so if you have the system right now and where, where states are focused on increasing the material wealth Everybody runs around with with um, nice brand, uh, nicely branded clothes, you know, designer clothes and stuff, nice cars and stuff. But this is not really progress, you know. This is not advance advancement in the sense um, that I've just uh, just described. Because if no one else is there to say, "Oh, you have a nice car and you have nice clothes," this is not progress, you know. It's just nothing, you know, because the relationship is not there. But when states start to shift from um, 
is this thinking of we need to have a more prosperous uh, population too. We need to have a more knowledgeable and um, cognitively advanced society. It does not matter if other societies are existent or not or how they behave and stuff. You concentrate on yourself, you advance, and you're going to have people who are making life better and easier in this country. Because all the other stuff, such as peace, security, uh, wealth, these are preconditions to even more efficient accumulation and development of knowledge. So if you focus on knowledge, the other, the other factors that we are currently focusing on, they'll be just a side product, you know, we just on the run, you know, we just uh, accomplish them uh, while we focus on the major aim to get more knowledge and develop ourselves. And this is what states should be for. At least this is the idea that I'm uh, that I'm defending here. And um, without diving into uh, too much detail, this is the very basic principle. This is the very basic idea. And I'm also um, applying it to a whole bunch of uh, different situations, such as uh, education system, which is the most important part, uh, probably uh, within the um, the, the policy section because I'm also going through all the policy areas then obviously uh, environment uh, foreign policy um, economics and so on and so forth so this is kind of yeah, if you will somewhat a guide to, to politicians um, at least it was written um, with this idea in mind that it could guide politicians to a more efficient system so that's the basic idea um, of Devlet and uh, I'm going to pick it up in the future. I'm going to uh, use it and view things from that perspective. Um, but nevertheless, it's, it's, it's an interesting read because um, people who are familiar with uh, political science and political philosophy, especially st state theory, will find elements of um, a bunch of uh, great authors there. Um, I'm obviously influenced by them and I'm, I'm, I appreciate their work and their contribution to this, to this field of science. Um, there are very uh, influential writers, you know, that you can uh, here and there, you know, feel a little bit uh, the vibe of them uh, in this book. Um, and it was very fun writing it, actually. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I was a bit sad that I didn't have the time to um, put the work into uh, the articles and the podcasts and stuff, but this is uh, hopefully going to change in the future now that this is out there. Um, and yeah, I hope to provide you with more good quality content and analysis um, and just keep in mind I'm not here to describe anything. Um, I'm not going to summarize stuff for the sake of summarizing it. I'm not going to do that. Obviously, uh, some explanations and summaries for certain topics are going to be part of my videos and uh, articles as well. But the main focus is on explaining stuff. Why yeah, do certain phenomena occur? Uh, why do certain events um, played out the way they did uh, 
And more importantly, how can we change that? How can we tackle it? What were the options? Um, what could have been done different, differently, you know, than uh, it actually uh, turned out to be? So these are all questions um, that I love to answer. And uh, I hope with your contribution, with your dialogue and um, yeah, with your interest in all that, um, we'll have a great time. So always welcome to also leave your feedback. Um, as I said, I can highly recommend this, this book to you. Yeah? I can highly recommend it to you. Uh, Amazon and uh, other, other sites here. Yeah, I'm going to put the link down below. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, and I also hope to see you back soon. So take care. My name is Emil Schenturk. This is Acido Podcast. Take care. Bye.